reflection and the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing with myself I when there's no one else inside But in the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing with myself
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EASY-EASY. Uh, good morning, ass family. Welcome to a Tuesday. Blasted through Monday with Tommy. Thanks again, Tommy, for coming on and concluding our WrestleMania weekend with a wrestling-esque show yesterday. Monday Night Raw was very lackluster last night and kind of kind of a letdown after the weekend we had. So, no Stone Cold last night, no Rock. Just kind of a, usually the, the, the Monday Night Raw show after WrestleMania is pretty awesome. Yeah, not, not, not that great. Not, not, not all that fantastic. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The week was great. The weekend was phenomenal. It, I, I met Ric Flair. I hung out with Arn Anderson. I, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that unless you count this Thursday. Ah, hello, friends. Welcome to the Augusta National Golf Course in Augusta, Georgia. The playing of the Masters. I'm your host, Arnie Nance. I'm sorry there will be no coverage during the show due to the fact that they can't start coverage until 2 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. Whatever. But you know what? You know what makes that day even more special and more better? Let me just tell you. Because it's opening day as well? Are you kidding me? Opening day and... And the Masters... And it's a Masters possibly with Tiger Woods? And the Rangers knew I'd be watching the Masters all day, so they open on Friday. Fantastic. Oh, this weekend's already set. Rangers and Masters, oh my God, it's happening. The perfect time of year. And it'll lead us right into college football season. So there you go. By the way, I have a story about baseball to start off the show. And then we got to get to the war-torn shit and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, we got to go back to real shows again. I know, I'm sorry. First one here today is my man, Andrew. He says, well, holy shit, look at that. First one, uh, and it's hump day eve. Yes, yes it is, Andrew. Hope you're doing good. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family. Got rear-ended yesterday. Dude possibly totaled my new car. Super bummed, but grateful that we're all okay. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Sucks about your car, but hey, if it was his fault, guess what? His insurance company's going to be getting you a new one. Douglas says, Cowboys girl, did you get Steph's bad luck? Glad you're okay. Uh, Straight Fire says, your car can be a place you can't. Glad everything's okay with you, Cowboys girl. Arise is in the house. She says, good morning. Cowboys girl uh, agrees with Straight Fire and says, thank you. Y'all can't get rid of me that easy. 
Derek's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. It's Tuesday and time for Wimpy to pay off his burger bill. Indeed it is. Gladly pay for you on Tuesday for a hamburger today, sir. My man, Christopher. What is up, buddy? Christopher's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. Keep dodging them bullets down in Fresno, my friend. You're doing the Lord's work, my man. Um, Oh, my lucky stars. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Braddy Kid. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Every once in a while, but uh, not lately. She's been she's been on fire lately. I, I mean, like when you talk to her, it's yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. That's it's what tough, she'll tell, tell you. you. Uh, she says thanks for the sticker, Brett. Hangtown Jen's in the house. Look at that. Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says good morning. You asked me about latching the lizard. A popular hobby for many men, also referred to as jacking off or spanking the dolphin. This pastime is one of the best ways to conclude a great day. So th- there you go. There you go. Uh, Jen, that is what's called latching of the lizard. A popular hobby for many men, also referred to as jacking off or spanking the dolphin. This pastime is one of the best ways to conclude a great day. Uh-huh. Uh, Tiger in two years. No, Tiger next year. Next year, 2023. That's the, that's the call I've been making. Alicia says, good morning, ass amigos. Were you with Stephanie Cowboy's girl? Uh, Sassy Pammy's in the house. She says, good morning. Oh, I see. Uh, the old lizard latch. Thank you very much. The more you know. You know, I, I do it just for you, Jen, because I know you care about it. Uh, all kinds of stuff on the show today. Will Smith stuff near the end. We got listener mail. We got a great batch of listener mail today. Thank you so much. Uh, you still have time to write into the show at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. And I have an update in the shooting in Sacramento. But first, first, let me just say this right now. With baseball season just a mere two days away, oh, Rob Manafred needs to do his damn job as commissioner, especially after former Houston Astro Carlos Beltran has come clean and said that the world champion makes me sick to say that Houston Astros, that they crossed the line with their cheating sign scandals. Quote, looking back now, yes, we did cross the line. Oh, okay, well, then you know what you need to do? You need to, Carlos, you need to leave the Yes Network up in New York. You need to get on a plane or a borough. I don't give a fuck which one. You go down to Houston. Yeah, yeah. You pull the old knockety-knock on the Astros' door, and you say, uh, 2017 World Series trophy, can I see it? Okay, thank you. You take that, and you deliver it back to New York to Major League Baseball, where it rightfully belongs. The fucking cheaters. Oh, it makes me sick. You know what? Uh, I'll take a latch lizard any day over the Kentucky Cornhole or somebody anal rose or the punch them in the stomach, drink their puke, and then fuck them. Okay, good to know. Good to know, Pam. Uh, hang down, Jen. I didn't stop it the same way no one stopped it. This is working for us. Why are you going to stop something that is working for you? So if the organization would have said something to us, we would have stopped it for sure. The organization was knowing. 
God damn it, take that World Series away. And you know what you should do to punish them on top of it? You should take their other one away from them, too. That way they have just as many as the Texas Rangers. And that would be zero. (sighs) Boy, that angers me to no end right there. Speaking of anger to no end, um, one person has been uh, arrested. Oh, wait. Uh, Second suspect, first suspect's brother arrested. Sacramento police announced the arrest of a second suspect, the brother of the first uh, suspect. Smiley Martin was taken into custody. Smiley is his name, really. Uh, Okay. um, As he recovered at a hospital from injuries, suffered during the gunfire that broke out. Oh, he got shot? Oh, that's too bad. Poor baby. A possession of firearm by a prohibited person and possession of a machine gun. Martin is a 26-year-old brother of Dondry Martin, who was arrested as a suspect in the mass shooting a day earlier. Dondry is facing charges of assault with a deadly weapon. Unlawful possession of a firearm by a felon. Neither has been accused of homicide. Now, now, once again, once again, hey, Hey, all you gun haters, all you liberals, all, all you, you, you fanatics on the left, I would like to say, let, let's read these charges once again. Martin is facing charges of assault with a deadly weapon and unlawful, meaning it's against the law, Possession, so it's against the law for this man to possess, be around, own, carry, be in the same car with everything. A firearm because he was a felon. Now, as we look back on the end of yesterday's show when Tommy and I talked about this, this new law that's in place, or or once they, they want to put in place, would never have affected this young man. I'm sorry, I shouldn't call him a young man. This piece of shit. He wasn't supposed to have a gun in the first place. So what he has is illegal. And who are you punishing once again? You're punishing somebody who's sitting at home trying to guard their house. You're going to make it to where they can't protect their house and they don't have a gun. And you know who when breaks in, when, when, when the bad guys break in, guess what they have? Lo and behold, they have guns. Oh, my God. And maybe, just so maybe, I I can't wait to do this story. And I see this story in my future. Man slash woman killed in their own house with the same gun they turned in. It's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you that right now. The prices the Rangers are charging, they better bring them home. You're goddamn right. Um, I know the Sacramento shooting story is awful, but it did make me feel better. You see, the news that I've been watching in uh, VA shows a lot more violence than I'm used to, or at least I thought I did. This weekend, Sacramento said, hold my beer. Let's show Jen how fucking scary we can be. That, I mean, it, it's honestly really, really frightening to see how violent the West Coast is becoming. 
maybe you could say that's because I'm no longer on the West Coast and nobody's afraid of any repercussions. I don't know. I don't want to say it's just that, but I'm sure that plays a part into it. <laughs> um, if you look at what's happening right now in Seattle and the crime that's happening in Seattle, I read a story this morning about how the Seattle crime is now transitioning into the rest of the state because they're all following this bullshit defund the police programs like they did in Seattle, and you're seeing violent crime, not just crime, but violent crime, raising dramatically. Unbelievable. Liberals also want him to be charged with being a meanie-faced poophead. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that was actually one of the charges. Now it feels like the whole world's angry and crazy. It's going to be like that no matter where I go, pretty much. Uh, They're saying it was two gangs involved. What? A gang shooting after a rap concert? No. What? Come on. Hmm. Was he maybe someone that should not have been released from prison? but was let go for nonviolent crimes. I, I don't know. I don't know what his rap sheet is. I do know the other young, there's a, another 26-year-old, his brother, 26-year-old, uh, he has a warrant out in Riverside County for domestic violence. I'm glad that Sacramento has, has gotten gotten these guys a little bit more. Uh, they, they didn't waste time. It, I wish they would have taken them down in a better way, but that's just me. Uh, it's nice to see that the police in Sacramento are working, and I know a lot of police officers in Sacramento, and I say Godspeed to you. Get home safe to your families, but thank you for what you do. We need gun lo- more gun laws to prevent bad people from getting guns. Oh, wait. California has all those and a lot more. So how did the gun lobby allow this person to get a legal gun in California? We need to sue them now. It's their fault. Has anyone said gangbangers or is that racist too? I said gangbanger one time on the air on the morning show, and they had to delay it out. I wasn't even talking about the fun kind of gangbang. I can't believe how many people I know mark themselves safe. (laughs) Like, duh, John, you never leave Grizzly Flats. Of course you're fucking safe. Uh, I did that purely to be a smart-ass gen. I have an idiot cousin that lives in Elk Grove that marked herself safe. I wanted to point out how fucking retarded she is. Rather than start a fight with family, I decided to be a smart-ass. That's great. That's so great. I remember I marked myself safe one time from uh, from putting Gorilla Glue in my hair. Oh, look at that. A a stolen handgun was used. Wow, that's weird. So they broke the law with something. By breaking law, by taking something they weren't supposed to have. They they, they broke the law so many times, it's like going down a rabbit hole. Once you're a felon and you have now stolen a gun, there's like 14 laws you're breaking. I don't know about you. 
I, I, I'm tired. I, and, and I'm ready for the police to start cracking skulls again. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I, I'm tired. <coughs> Dude, I went to bed last night at like 7.30. I was so tired from the weekend. I was like a kid that went to like a, a really cool birthday party that just passes out. Once I got today's show done yesterday, I pretty much just passed out. Well, it was a great weekend. Thank you to everybody. Thank you especially, again, to Braddy Kid for making it happen. Um, I didn't mark myself safe. If you grew up here, you're kind of used to it. The 90s was the height of the gangs. <laughs> Straight fire. Straight fire. <laughs> Wait, what? Criminals don't follow gun laws? Well, golly. I mean, seriously. This, I, I love it. I love when there are, are and, and, and look, I hate these stories. I hate the stories that produce the ones that I love. Until we start doing something that's a little bit more drastic to these, these shooters, and there's not much you can do to them aside from put them down, but a lot of them want to be put down. I loved it when San Francisco police were cracking skulls when those thugs were doing grab-and-runs in Union Square. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you, it's time for police to start cracking skulls. No more than white skulls, black skulls, Mexican skulls, Asian skulls. I don't don't care what kind of skull it is. If you're fucking breaking the law and you're going to fuck around, motherfucker, you need to find out. Tired of this. I want you to think about this. Close your eyes. Now, I want to picture you going and doing something that's a fun time. How about we all picture me going to WrestleMania this weekend? And gunfire broke out. And people, six people were killed. All these people were doing were going to a concert and trying to have a good time. Honestly, I I, I think that they should levy some sort of terrorism charges against these guys. I I think that the, and I know we want to defund the police, and I don't want to. I don't want to defund prisons. Hell, I say build more prisons. Send more bad people to jail. That's where they belong. Everybody's so hip on on throwing hate crime in there when it's a white-on-black person. Okay, hey, we're going along with it. But how about this? If you're one of these assholes that shows up at a concert and does that kind of stuff, that comes with a terrorism charge on there, which, by the way, is federal. How about that? You want to start deterring crime? I mean, that's what laws are in place for. It's not to stop. It's to deter crime because we all know that that crime isn't going to stop. How about we deter it? I got a great way to do it. It's fucking, it's third world, but hey, I'm telling you right now, I'm betting it would work, especially as somebody who had a big family. You start killing their family members when you break the law like this, I bet you they don't break the law no more. Or how about this? How about you break the law 
We throw you in jail, and we throw your kids in fucking child protective custody. I don't care how good the mom is. You fucked up big enough to affect them. <laughs> they need to make they need to make stolen guns illegal. I'm going to call my representatives. If gunfire broke out in Texas, I'm betting a good old guy with a gun to take to shoot her out. Oh, look, I look. Nobody's gonna take no gun to WrestleMania because everybody else got a gun. Bring back chain gangs for criminals. They might look twice about breaking the law. I wish they could, but hey, the Supreme Court has already deemed that you know a violation of their civil rights. That's why we don't have chain gangs anymore. I mean, in some parts of uh, of America, they still have work camps and things like that, but they've outlawed that, which I'm against. Hell yeah, have them out there cutting the weeds. Hell yeah, have them out there paving the fucking roads. Tired of this bullshit. (laughs) Good morning, Arnie. Happy morning, Tommy. I know. It's not a great topic to start the day off, but you got to talk about it. I mean, it affected a lot of people. And here's the people that <clears throat> I'm talking about effects. People who don't go to concerts all the time. People who don't go to downtown Sacramento all the time. <clears> throat> Man, I can't clear my throat this morning. I'm talking about those people. The people that want to go to a show, like Golden One, and then they think about it, and they're like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe if it was someplace else, more an open air arena. If it was out at Toyota, if it was out at, uh, at the amphitheater, oh, I'd go. But since it's a Golden One and they have all that issues, I mean, that's happened to Old Town Sacramento. When the gangs were taking over Old Town Sacramento, nobody was going down there. You didn't make me. You made me sneak your knife in for you. Yes, yes. I have a keychain knife that has my name on it. I found it at a store here, and it's the first time I've ever found anything with my name on it, like a little license plate or something. So it's on my keychain. If they would have taken that, we would have just gone to North Park and got a new one tomorrow. Or Galleria. That's where we found it. We found it at Galleria. But all the metal detectors, all that kind of shit that you put up in front of. When, when you put metal detectors and all that kind of shit up in front of a concert, it scares people away. It does. Like it or not. I heard about the K Street shooting. This is Zach. This is K Street, the new Arden. Um, eh, it's downtown, so you, you could call it that, I guess. I've never understood why physical labor is considered abuse. But sitting in a jail cell is not. I mean, you broke the law. No reason to sit around and do nothing. Lawbreakers should be our trash picker-uppers, our street sweepers, our road pothole fillers, our forest rakers. Do not think manual labor should be taken away as punishment. Imagine how clean, neat, orderly, and less criminally our state would be. <laughs> you would, hey, I'm in favor of it. But they say they, say they have to pay it. Here's the thing. Do you want to pay them? Because you have to be paid. 
and you have to give them a decent wage. You can't pay them that, like, three cents a day anymore. Alicia says, just learn to uh, <laughs> the new pickup lines that don't work. Yeah, I'm trying something a little new on the old TikTok page. Today is uh, pickup lines that don't work. Are you a termite? Because your mouth is about to be full of wood. I got to remember to do that creepy head shake every time. What was that? The other one was, uh... oh, shit. Hold on. I got my phone here. What was the other one? <laughs> what do you think, Alicia? You like that? You like you like the new series? They get three hot meals and a cot. Oh, absolutely. It, it, here's the one that, that gets me the most. When it comes to prisons and, and all that kind of stuff, that movie, Captain Phillips, no movie upsets me more than Captain Phillips, except when the Navy SEAL guy goes, execute. And they blast them motherfuckers square in the head. But one of the Somalian pirates, they, they were all, they they were near the Horn of Africa when this happened. And they arrested him, and that motherfucker's doing time in Terre Haute, Indiana. He's getting three three hot meals a day, a cot in in one of the a super max facility. And let, let, let's just be honest, a super max facility is like staying at the fucking Four Seasons. Okay, they're all new, they're all up to date. Yeah, it's a prison, it's still shit, don't get me wrong. But at least they don't have like rust and corroded pipes and rats walking around. Jesus. No physical monies to their hand? No, uh, I don't believe the commissary... They're allowed to buy uh, practically anything. I call that bullshit to you. You're in jail. You get issued panties, socks, pants, shirts, shoes, three meals, and a uh, room. Nothing more. No payments. Hey, Jen, I wish. Jen, I'd vote for you. If you were running and that was your stance, I would definitely vote for you. People are just so lazy these days, they don't want honest work. No wonder uh, people put in jail are expected to do manual labor. Uh, are those mirrored pants? Because I see myself in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, believe me, I've got a bunch of them. We need prisons done like they did in, what was it, uh, in Arizona, working prison. They all wear pink. I'd be okay with that. They have access to emails here. It's BS. It is. All uh, The way we coddle prisoners, now, I'm not talking about, you know, the, the foo-foo jails, the, the financial jails, because I think they need to make those tougher, too. Go there and play tennis all day. Well, that, that's terrible. Six months of just playing tennis. You get out and you're a better tennis player. This always gets me heated, this and welfare. The fact that it didn't start off with the name Workfare fucking kills me. Uh, people just expect to get it. Bullshit. You're, you're absolutely, I understand. Jen, welcome to my world. Welcome to the world of the, the war that goes on in my head. Speaking of all that kind of cool stuff, let's go ahead and go to more of a national topic, something that interests all of us, and that's oil drilling. 
especially when the experts come out, you know, guys that actually drill. Um, let's see, uh, where are they, this, uh, American oil companies put the owners of one family operated company in Texas, uh, we're setting records in production. This one family set from Texas, right? We're producing over 500 million barrels a day from the Permian Basin. It's out in West Texas. Five. Hundred million barrels a day. It's being led by the independent oil producers. Uh, by the way, and it just sits there. If I can drill and get the oil out of the ground and I don't have anywhere to send it because there's not enough capacity on a pipeline to send it to a refinery, what do I do with it? It sits in a tank and everything gets shut in. I think I, I've, I've come to a, a conclusion. I, I do think about this stuff. I, I, I really do. <clears throat> I've been wondering about this, and, and, and I've noted the, the, what I call it on the air, the war on business in America. We have stories out there that some city municipalities want to shut down fast food restaurants because... Their lines are too long. It's a menace to traffic, even though they approved where it went. Okay? That's a war on business right there. Um, the war on business telling oil producers in this country pretty much, well, you just got to sit on it. We're going to buy somebody else's oil. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we got a lot here. Yeah, but but we want to buy another country's oil. We we want to we want to help other countries instead of ours. Uh, the man who's running this plant goes on to say, "We're energy independent under Donald Trump, and we can be again. The American oil field is definitely capable of more, and it frustrates that man gigantically when he hears Joe Biden calling OPEC Venezuelan, saying we want more oil." What about Texas? What about North Dakota? We can do it here. Why is that? You know, one of my favorite things about Christmas time is the old uh, small business Saturday. I love, I love it. Love it. And, and look, I try to support, support small business as much as I can. But if I know somebody that wants something and I can't get it at a small business, I'm going to go to the bigger fucking box store. Sorry. Um, we try to get everybody to bill or buy smaller, buy this, buy that. Why don't we do the same with oil? Why are we buying oil from American companies? If everybody's so hard up on, oh, I got to buy American. Okay. How about you start with American oil? Oh, that's right. 
And I figured out this war on business, I think. And it's something that, that honestly scares me to my core. And I don't want this, but I think that the people that are in charge, the, the lizard-headed people that are in charge of the world today, they think that there is room for some sort of global community where we're all one. I truly believe this. I believe that everybody that, that everybody wants to work together and everybody wants to be a part of. Now, now, on the surface, that sounds kind of good. But it doesn't. It doesn't. And, Brett, it started a long time before 2020. Brett, you call, keep calling it a rigged election. I get home, 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 uh, Homeland Security here checking me out. I'm going to fucking send them your way. It started before the election in 2020. It started before Donald Trump. This idea to get, look, the EU tried it. They tried it, and then that's why they had the Brexit. All of Europe was unionized, and they used all the same currency. They want to bring that over here. The problem is that we live in two different, completely different ways. This is what I, I, our politicians are trying to get rid of the Constitution and the rights in the Constitution. You know why? Because other countries don't have that shit. We can't be one with another country. If, if you can go around and make a woman cover her face up and she can't go to school and she can't drive, how's that going to play in America? Not well. You tell some independent gal she got to cover up and she can't drive? And I'm talking about an independent gal. I'm not talking about a fucking Subaru-driving, man-hating lesbian. But I think that's what they want. They, and, and there will be a hierarchy that runs the world. And that hierarchy does not really consist of any leader that's in charge today. They're kind of the second-tier leaders. The only one I could see kind of maybe weaseling his way up there would be Prime Minister Pierre. Vlad will try to run it, but the it, and who runs it? George Soros and the ultra-rich. I, I know I'm going crazy fucking conspiracy theories, but I think this is what they want. They want to eradicate the world of certain people, certain religions. Okay. See, that's not what we believe here in America. And, and it's going to take a lot to get us to ever be in. And by the way, we'll never be there. Sorry about that. Moose out front should have told you. We're all about freedoms and shit here. You know, we don't want to, I mean, as much as I want to see all the protesters in Seattle and Portland gathered up by the military and then executed, and yes, yes, there is a part of me that wants to see that. I know that's not America. And you're like, wait a second, this started as a a simple drilling story. It did. But that's what this, I'm so confused at, Especially, and and look, we just ran a mock trial of it over the last two years. 
<laughs> hey, 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 not all Subaru female drivers are gay. At least that's what I hear from my friend Pat. The election was fortified with the rule changes that favored Democrats. Now, I can call it that way. That is actually very true. What we have to do is we have to convince the younger group that's out there. And this is, this is, where, this is where we're stuck. We have to con- cons- uh, get the younger group to go along with us that bad shit happens. See, they don't want to believe the bad shit happens because mommy and daddy protected them. Mommy and daddy protected them from bad shit happening, like losing. Hey, here's your trophy. Like not keeping score, like getting rid of valedictorians. Mom and dad have erased this whole fear thing. I'm here to tell you, man, bad shit happens in America. That's okay. We need the bad shit to happen so we can fix it to make sure the bad shit doesn't happen again. And then they'll find a new form of bad shit to do. This idea that we're going to squash, and and anybody who thinks that laws are out there to end crime, they're not. Because we know that, that human beings are flawed and human beings are going to do stupid shit and make bad decisions. And if the decision is bad enough that they have to pay with their life, well, so be it. And I'll tell you what will happen. I'm going to tell you exactly what will happen when we become a one-world society. It's not going to kick off successfully because we still have leaders in this world like King Jong-un. And that that wacky doodle of Vladimir Putin and President Z, who all want to run the world. So, who's in charge? And there, we're we're gonna get more stories like this. This will be what it's like. Now, I look. They have this on record. So, I maybe maybe he died of a heart attack beforehand. Because nothing is happening in Ukraine un- unless you want to believe what, what they're telling you on every media source out there. That a mayor from the Ukraine, his family, uh, they were kidnapped by Russian forces and found dead, tortured in shallow graves. Now, these are going along with all the other war crimes that are being committed. They're executing citizens in the streets of the Ukraine, and nothing's being done except the Ukraine. They're they're fighting their asses off. I I know that everybody's saying, hey, Arnie, hey, Arnie, we got to go over there and help them, okay? First of all, they want to join the the NATO. They want to do all that. Well, where's NATO? Oh, they're helping a little bit, okay. Where are all these European countries? Because honestly, if you think that Vladimir Putin's going to stop after Ukraine, I, I, I just don't see that happening. Unless he stops because his, his, his force has been so depleted. And they have been, they've been beat up on this. 
but they're finding shallow graves now all over and people dead in Ukraine. If that that's actually happening, I I'm not sure. I'm not 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 quite a hundred percent on that. Just says the mentality of these people to torture and mutilate a mayor and his family. What in the fuck political pull does a mayor have? Just senseless unless uh, moves. Useless moves. Yeah. It's not useless. It's not senseless. Okay. I want you to think about the movie Braveheart. I know factually very incorrect in a lot of things, but I want you to think about when they would fight, when they would have their little war. You'd have like 500 people on one side and another 500 people on the other. They'd bridge flags, and then they would shoot arrows, and they would charge. There was a whole process to war, okay? Then there was this fella by the name of George Washington who came along and changed the way that we fight fights no longer standing in a field waiting to be executed by a military that's five times the size of them, George Washington implored guerrilla tactics. And that's how we won our freedom, guerrilla tactics. Now, since then, a lot of countries have learned those, and we've gone back to the old way of, of doing it. And in World War One, they, they had a terrible war in World War One, where they had the Geneva Convention where they had to say, look, we need to come up with new rules when fighting world, world wars. Okay, you no longer get to claim that land is yours. They got People still got to stay there somehow. Okay, you can't torture prisoners. You can't torture civilians. Okay, put that in there. Whoops-a-daisy, Vladimir Putin just fucked up. It's a war crime like any other war crime is. Tim Pool explained how a Democrat could go knocking on doors to help voters in apartments in urban areas to fill out their mail-in ballots. Typically, the rural areas that are more conservative would take much longer for a Republican to knock on doors and get the same amount of voters to mail in their ballots. Well, this is where I say, Douglas, this is not a problem for the Democrats. It's a problem for the conservatives. Conservatives need to get people out in the country, start knocking on doors. Uh, just as the mentality of these people to torture and mutilate a mayor and his family. Yeah. Uh, a tactic that Cromwell felt was ungentlemanlike. Yeah, very, very ungentlemanlike. Well, here's something else. Women across the Ukraine are... Uh, grappling with the threat of rape as a weapon of war. By the way, another war crime. Uh, World was horrified on Sunday by a picture taken by a photographer, Mikhail Palinkikov, on Highway 20 uh, miles outside of the capital, Kiev, in which the bodies of one man and three women were piled under a blanket. The men were naked and their bodies had been partially burned. See, those are war crimes. When you rape the the villagers, you can't do that. Rape 
bad always. Just remember that. They say the fear, however, is the trauma caused by the use of rape as a military tactic will lead to deep suffering across UK society for years to come. Uh, it goes on to say, when a woman gets away, it looks like she's safe. She's far away from the guns and the man who raped her. But the trauma is a bomb inside her that follows her. The scale of what is happening now is heartbreaking, they say. Uh, the women are going to start raping. Ra- no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, the soldiers are going to be doing that to them. I don't necessarily, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Don't like that at all. But, hey, it's a war crime, but, hey, nothing's going on over there. Remember that? Nothing's happening over there. The newest Supreme Court justice is about to be named, um, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. I have no problem with her. I know that her her record's a little weak and all this kind of stuff. How about we stop this bullshit fucking dog and pony show that is our United States Supreme Court, which is something to be revered. Now, of course, the co-host of The View, Whoopi Goldberg, has something to say. Claims that Republicans opposing Ketanji Brown-Jackson nomination because she is black. Becca! Becca! I mean, I just did it about a week and a half ago. I, 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 she's trying to be woke, which bugs the shit out of me personally. Um, how racist then is the, the Democratic Party that it took this long to nominate a black woman to be on the Supreme Court, Whoopi? That's the first thing I'd say to her. Then the second thing is, you know that president you hated, George W. Bush? And you know this president that's in office right now that you do love very, very much, Joe Biden? I know that you think that, that George Bush is a bigger Racist than Joe Biden, but um, this country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. But that's the guy who wants to put a black woman in to the Supreme Court, and like I said, I don't have a problem with her, and they're hammering her on her. Uh, she she her. Her treatment of pedophiles and child pornography is allegedly a little soft. I haven't looked into it because I knew for a, I knew that as soon as she get nominated, she's going to get in. First of all, everybody, all the Democrats are running the process. Secondly, she's a black woman. That's all you need. And by the way, hey, hey, Whoopi, Whoopi, real quick, let me just say something, and I'll I'll do it to myself. The only reason why she was nominated is because she was black. Duh. 
But you don't want any black women on the Supreme Court. Okay, so why did George W. Bush try to put one on? And and uh, drop that zero and get with the hero. Yeah, Joe Biden came out and said, "Look, if you nominate her, I won't let her through." So it was actually a Republican that wanted a black woman on the Supreme Court before anybody else. How does Joe even know she's a woman when the definition of woman isn't clear, right? Yeah, she's gonna figure out what that means pretty soon. And when when those when the Supreme Court justices had do their hijinks, you know none of them are wearing anything under those robes when they're ruling. They're hearing cases. They go back to their chambers, and it's like a party. They're all connected through a secret trap door. Asking you to find a woman in this day and age was wholly unfair. I'm going to disagree with you, Jen. I mean, fuck, it's a fluid term these days. Taken and used in context is convenient. No longer does it mean what it meant when we first learned the word. To ask her to be put on uh, the one to, uh, to publicly define woman was rude. She has to define woman. She is going to be in charge of Title IX cases next year. The Penn State swimmer. Define a woman for me. The, the, the girl that, did, that swam for Penn, or not Penn State, but the University of Pennsylvania, Lee Thomas. Is Lee Thomas a woman? If Lee Thomas is a woman, then she can compete in women's sports. Are you going to tell me that Lee Thomas is a woman? Because she feels like it? I, I don't want to get into a big trans-hating thing here, but that's what this all comes down to. I want to be treated as, enter your sex here, because I feel like it. I feel like it. You feel like it. I feel like chicken tonight. Does that make me a chicken tonight? And no, I don't actually want chicken. Um, so when it comes down to the definition of a woman, I think that was a quite fair question. It, and and here's, here's why people don't like it. Because the answer is going to hurt somebody's feelings. I'll define what a woman is. A woman is someone who was born a female at birth. The end. In my eyes, no, Lee Thomas is not a woman. But without more context, the question is pointed. It automatically makes the trans and other groups on edge and against her. I get what she will do, have to do. Uh, she gets what she'll have to do. So, Jen, I, I, I'm asking you real quick, and, and, and I know it's not fair, but, hey, this is what this show is. It's about discussions. I'm putting you on the spot right now in the Supreme Court. You're a Supreme Court justice, and you have to be defi- – you ha- you're going to have to – the Supreme Court will have to define who can compete according to Title IX. You're a Supreme Court justice. 
Will you let trans athletes, men, turning into females, compete in women's sports? And when you say no, I would like to know what your reason why you're saying no is. Uh, what is an adult human female? Well, if they're born female, then that's a woman. Uh, I think that's what it was for me. We all know the answer, but if she has to answer now, she's going to hurt feelings, make them mad, but maybe she could have waited to say uh, till the ruling. At the time I'm working, defining it, then yes, I would be up there defining it. I would say a woman is born at, so at birth. Okay, all right, fair enough. That, 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 that's it. Almond Joy and Mounds said sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. They gave you a choice and let you eat both. They didn't force people to only eat one. She should not be confirmed because she's black, not because she de- she can't define the word woman, but because she gives light sentences to child rapists. That's one of the big the, the big things about her. Douglas says, fuck your feelings, damn it. That's rule three on this show. And when people say they feel like something, watch out. Or one who transitioned pre-hormones or has had hormones for 10 years. Uh, but no, not to one who thinks they are with the penis. Look, this gal's going to get confirmed. Like it or not, they've got 50 Democrats in there, and that's all they need. And they've got three Republicans that said they'd vote. They have the majority. It is what it is. You're going to get her in there. We're gonna, I, I don't know if it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't know if we've gotten to that point or if this is the worst case. In this case, a woman should not be uh, the one to judge it. Women are too emotional. They'll make a decision based off their feelings. Well, look, there are women on Supreme Court justices that have to make these decisions. And this is a decision that I do believe next year when the Supreme Court starts hearing cases, we're going to hear a lot more of these cases about trans, quote-unquote, athletes that want to compete in women's sports. And I hope and pray that somebody just comes out in, in the first one and says, enough, we're built different. The end. Uh, the penis is a big one for me. You still have one. You can't claim woman. You can't claim both if that's an opinion yet. But not just women. I would also say that a man is one who says they are a man. If you can come at me with a dick, even a little one, you can. (laughs) If you can't come at me with a dick, even a little one, you can't claim man. That's what makes Democrats so tough. They never split, and Republicans seem to stick together, yeah? Hey, Arnie, you know how to make a a hormone? Don't pay her. Hi-oh! That was, yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm going to save the Hunter Biden text story for tomorrow because we got to spend a whole lot of time on Hunter Biden. We've spent a lot of time on this trans thing. I do want to talk about this, though. I find this to be one of the most interesting things. This is obviously 
the most interesting thing that happened at the Grammys because they happened on Sunday night, and we didn't even mention them at all yesterday. Nobody's talking about the Grammys. And by the way, they should be. The reason why is because comedian Louis C.K., you remember him? He was the guy jacking off on the phone call, and the girl didn't hang up. And also, he showed his pee-pee to one of his assistants. And Louis C.K. was one of the very first victims of the dreaded Me Too movement. Now, I'm sure you're sitting there going, Arnie, why, why are you talking about Louis C.K.? I mean, he's just as guy's a has-been. Well, a has-been, you say? <laughs> Lucy K won Best Comedy Album Granny uh, at the Grammys on Sunday night. A man who was canceled, who was ridiculed, who was thrown under the bus, then they let him out for a while, and then three thrown under the bus, has now won at one of the most woke award shows in America, if not the world, the Grammys? Louis C.K. was up against Louis Black, Lavelle Crawford, Chelsea Handler, and Kevin Hart, and still won. Ah, there you go. I'm sorry. I, he was lizard, he was lizard latching. I apologize, Jen. Thank you. See, look at that. Look how you're learning. It's been five years. He apologized. He admitted to his wrongdoing. As far as everybody knows, he's been on the up and up since. Somebody wrote this. Child porn peddlers lucky enough to land Kajani Brown Jackson as their judge don't serve five years. So does that mean that Louis uh, uh, Louis C.K. is forgiven? Like, I, I, I'm so confused about this that he won because he's, I'll say it, I don't think he's that funny. I liked him a long time ago. I liked him. I didn't love him. Andrew Schultz is a better comedian than he is, way better. Theo Vaughn is a better comedian than he is. I And I'm going deep in the well. These people are all funnier than Louis C.K. Louis C.K., look, this is the problem. Is Louis C.K. missed out on a goldmine for comedians, which is TikTok. Burt Kreischer, way better comedian. The guy he's always with, that Tom whatever, Tom, Tom Segura. Jesus, Tom Segura is a fucking ninja when it comes to being a comedian. And they all have all these podcasts. They have all these fucking videos. Louis C.K. doesn't have any of that. Why? Because he was kicked out of the game five years ago.
I saw the reaction on this. They're calling it white privilege, but Louis C.K. is Mexican. And that's how you can tell how stupid they are. Scott, that, 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 that's, that's brilliant on your part. Do you see the stupidity that we have to deal with on a daily basis when it comes to canceling and doing all this kind of bullshit? Well, he looks white. You can look white all you want. I I don't care. I mean, I I, I truly don't care, but sorry, buddy. Your time is over. And I think it's sad that that his time, I shouldn't say his time is over, but he missed out on that. You got to try to start up again. Was it wrong what happened to you? Well, you did pull your dick out in front of a chick and start fucking, you know, latching the lizard. I mean, sure, you didn't ask for an Alabama hot pocket, but, I mean, what's to stop you? I I, I think this guy's going to be doing the club circuit for the rest. I I don't think he's going to get any big... Like arena, you know, shows anything like that. He's going to sell out comedy clubs, but that's about as far as he's going to go. I I can't believe that they're going to even let him back. I, I I have a hankering feeling. I have a weird feeling that says, yeah, yeah, they're not even going to let him do that much. Hangtown says, you think Cuba Gooding Jr. is going to get a reprieve too? Maybe he'll get to make a comeback, or being accused of rape is too back to, bad to come back from. That one's a tough one. Cuba Gooding Jr. is a tough one because he's he's maintained his innocence the entire time. Especially when it comes to rape. He said he might have grinded up on him and stuff like that. I like Cuba Gooding Jr. I, I do, but not that great of an actor, but he's an actor. And of course, he's going to get off a lot easier. I'm talking about a comedian. Comedians are looked down upon. In the entertainment world, it, it, it's like comedians are above. I'll say comedians are above animal actors. Nowhere near as popular as child actors. But, dude. I mean, seriously. You're neither of those. You're a comedian. So my, my, my hopes is that Louis C.K. just continues to tour, continues to do his thing, but realizes he's not going to be Tom Segura or Burt Kreischer any time soon. And I'm sure that he thinks he's a better comedian than them. And he should think that way because everybody at their job should think you're better than everybody else. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. The email is arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
song was a hit uh, and played on the radio every day as he took me home and then he would head back to work mission pops good old poncho and lefty good old Merle and lefty great song I'm glad I can play that for you make you think that that's awesome uh, welcome back to the show here on a Tuesday we made it through Monday Tuesday is when we do listener mail and our listener mail Each and every week is brought to you by the fine people at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, God, the rest. I found out something interesting over the weekend, and and yes, it's true. 
The rest, they like to go to your house, and this is what they do. They're disgusting people. While one person is going over what you want done, the others in the group will go around and chew small, tiny little holes in your floor, and they carry around rat urine with them, and they'll spray it in those holes, and lo and behold, when they're working on your floors, they're going to go, oh, my God, you have a rat problem. And you're going to be like, a rat problem? I didn't know I had a rat problem. Lucky for you, though, the rest's cousin runs an extermination store. Oh, you call him up, he comes over, he doesn't even spray anything in your house, but you pay him a gobload of money. Why? Because that's what the rest do to you. You know who doesn't chew holes in your floor and put rat urine in your carpet? My friend Jesse from JS Floors. He's too busy putting in the best floors that he knows how to do. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. And I... Wow, isn't it, isn't it convenient that their cousin runs an extermination store? Oh, my God. That is disgusting, isn't it? My God. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, listener mail. First one is from Robert. It says, Arnie. I got a perfect business idea for you, but it's too late now. Arnie State's barbecue sauce. Unfortunately, the market is now saturated with too many sauces as it is, but it would have been great. <sighs> you know, I, I've never been into the old sauce naming after me. I, I, I just have, I love barbecue sauce, don't get me wrong. See, right now, we're going through a Sweet Baby Ray thing. I like Sweet Baby Ray's. But I need, it's missing something. Not a lot. Sweet Baby Ray's is the shit. I like it better than KC Masterpiece. And Stubbs is pretty good. Ooh, we haven't had Stubbs in a while. Maybe I'll get some. I, I, I wish, and I don't know, I need to look in the barbecue aisle. Do they have like a bolder? I, I still want the sweetness because I like the sweet barbecue sauce. Do they have like a, a Sweet Baby Ray's bold? I don't know. That's what mine would taste like. Uh, and I, Ben, you know, like going to Tennessee, they have their barbecue. They don't have sauce. Fuck is wrong with people in Tennessee? I mean, they, they, there's a place there in, in Memphis called the Rendezvous, and I don't really consider Memphis to be Tennessee because it's a little bit more progressive than the rest of the state, and that's saying something. Sweet Baby Ray's Sweet. I'm a Stubbs Sweet and Spicy fan. Okay. Yeah, I, lo- I love Stubbs. Stubbs barbecue is good. I've actually eaten at Stubbs in Austin. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, they don't put they, – I, I can't go to the rendezvous and have ribs without barbecue sauce, but they don't put sauce on it. Why don't y'all use sauce? What's the problem with sauce? Sauce is delicious. Straight fire like spicy. Okay. All right. That that's cool. Uh Robert, I appreciate the business idea. Thanks for it now. <laughs> uh 
Yeah, I, I, I think there are too many barbecue sauces out there. You can make a white barbecue sauce and call it Arnie's Love Goo. So good, you spank your meat. Oh, man. The remnants of spanked meat. Oh, man. All right. Next mail. <laughs> we could really use some, some damage with some names, couldn't we? All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just wondering on the heels of WrestleMania, After seeing Pat McAfee get a stunner from Austin, what fin- what finishing move would you want put on you and by who? I would either choose the, the figure four from Ric Flair or a stunner from Austin. That's from Dick. Interesting question, which I will answer after I read Hangtown Gins. Uh, let's see. Uh, on his next business, in addition to ABC, beating deserving children, home protection, snakes, Thoughtful Meats, already dead for vegans. Arnie uh, needs to start uh, Arnie's pal, emotional support for those while getting fired so he can sit there while you're being fired and offer up either quick <laughs> write-downs, uh, put-downs to the boss, or perhaps to the person being fired. <laughs> the death by squirt from Trish Stratus. Uh, finishing move that I would want done on. I mean, whew. see, th- this would be something when I do do a wrestling show, and yes, straight fire, just do do again. I don't know why I've got the hiccup so fucking bad. Mm. Um, I thought about this. The stunner is the obvious one. The stunner and the figure four would be the two best. I'd love to get a bionic el- elbow from the late Dusty Rhodes. When Cody did that the other night, it was phenomenal. Uh, get a spine buster from Arn Anderson. That'd be kind of c- cool. Maybe not. Like, I would want to go at the Iron Claw from a Von Erich. That would be awesome. I'd like to do Hulk Hogan's leg drop because it wouldn't hurt. Because all he does is angles his leg up to where none of the leg touches you in the chest. Death by squirt from Trish. Could you imagine the person prepping your body for funeral? He's got a smell to him, just can't place it. All in all, I think I, I, I think it would be the stunner. I, I, I think it would be the stunner. I mean, when I when I, I saw an interview with or a video that Kevin Owens put out, it, it was pretty cool to see the emotion. See, not a lot of people understand wrestling. And I, I, I'm going to try to explain it a little bit to you. Kids grow up dreaming about playing football. And they play football. Dreams come true. Baseball, same way. And a lot of these wrestlers, they start at an early, early age. Stone Cold Steve Austin wanted to be a wrestler when he was like 12 years old. So he started eating right, and he he went to wrestling school. He lived 
breathed and ate the industry. And Kevin, from what I understand, Kevin Owens was the same way. And, and, and a lot of wrestlers are this way. Hope Ric Flair was this way. A lot of these guys are. They see it on TV as a kid. They fall in love with it. Shawn, Shawn Michaels was this way. And I'm, I'm naming all these great wrestlers because that's what it takes. I can't imagine how fucking cool it would be to be Kevin Owens. And this is the dream. That you get to be stunned in the middle of a WrestleMania main event by Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's like catching the touch, the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl from Tom Brady for somebody who's a wrestling fan. I, 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 awesome show. But yeah, it, it, as far as I would go, I would go the stunner and then the figure four. I, I, I'm right there with you, David. I, I'm sorry to copy you. Maybe throw in an iron claw. It's a cool question, though. I like that question. That, that, that was a really good question. But when I do the wrestling show, straight fire, remember I said doo-doo earlier. Um, I want to do a, a – I, I, I'm going to do a, a, a Mount Rushmore of finishing moves. Because there's some great finishing moves out there, and then there's some – you. Look at and go, how's that supposed to fucking hurt? The DDT from Jake the Snake? Oh, man. Almost forgot the rest think that Charlotte Flair's lumpy, uneven breasts are her best feature. They make her look distinguished like an old man, they say. There you go. All right, there we go. Let's uh, continue the ball rolling, shall we? Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, dear Arnie, how much longer do you think that all this warring is going to be going on? I'm sorry to say, but I'm, I'm about sick of seeing blue and yellow everywhere. I'm not trying to be a dick, but why is it that we have to be the one on the side of everyone and then stand alone when we're challenged? That's from Brett. Brett, welcome to my fucking dilemma as an American. I don't know. I, I, I'm a podcaster. I am a broad... You know what? I'm not even a podcaster. I'm a broadcaster, for Christ's sake. I don't have the answers for you. I wish I did. I, I truly do. I feel your pain. I mean, I see the blue and yellow everywhere in here in Texas, and it's like, okay. But nice virtue signaling once again. I think it's going to be coming close to an end because Russia's hemorrhaging money. China will keep – China will here, – here's the problem is that you've got the, the two biggest world powers – One is feeding the other one because the rest of the world has cut Russia off, pretty much. So you got China there, but Vladimir Putin isn't stupid. I know know we want to think that he's stupid and he's crazy and all this kind of stuff and insanity, but he's not stupid. And he's going to see, once he is in too much with China, because China's going to want all their fucking shit back, or at least pay for their shit. And when Russia doesn't fucking 
own up to that, then Russia will be owned by China too. And I don't think that Vlad's going to let it get that far. (laughs) Because he knows that he can beat Ukraine, and if he can't beat Ukraine, or at least he thought he knew he could beat Ukraine and he's not beating him, he can't beat Ukraine, he ain't going to come anywhere near beating China. And once China says, oh, man, man, here we are standing by your side giving you all this stuff, pal, old buddy, old friend, thinking they're doing it on the up and up. No, 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 no. You're going to owe them, motherfuckers. If you can't pay, well, I imagine they'll find other ways to make payment. So I, it's up to Vladimir Putin. Yes, Brett, uh, I may have one or two listeners named Brett. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I have a lot of listeners. And, yeah, it's different than you. I didn't say it was you. I just said, do you not want me to read the letter names? Because <sighs> I never said it was you. Sorry. Won't read any more letters with the name Brett. Lord. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Jen says, wait, are you are you saying that you have more than one Jen that listens? I refuse to acknowledge it. Right? Um, Arnie and Tommy. China is the lamprey of world power. They would still be eating dirt and riding bicycles if they weren't sucking us dry. We have some blame to this still for shoveling money in their direction, but sooner or later, the music is going to stop. Oh, you're absolutely right, Andrew. We're 100% to blame for this. We let, we let it. Uh, Arnie and Tommy. I'm sure that Tommy won't be there to hear when you read this. I just want to say how fun it was to hear the excitement in both your voices after your big weekend. It's really nice to see it can still happen and that the world hasn't jaded either of you as much as you think. Keep up the great shows and so happy you had such a good time. That's from Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. This weekend was phenomenal. I I, I can't say anything else. I I mean, everything that I wanted it to be, it was. Totally was. Nobody disappointed me. Nobody let me down except downtown Dallas for their lack of ATMs. And decent fucking restaurants anywhere. You're a goddamn downtown. Don't make me walk 88 blocks to a fucking shitbag restaurant. It didn't matter, though, because Steve Austin was at WrestleMania. It was phenomenal. I I, I am done, though, with one thing. I You know what? I don't know. I, I, I can't take it anymore. The, the fucking assholes in the parking lots. Jesus Christ, people. Do you not know how a fucking zipper works? If you know how a zipper works, then you know how to merge into traffic. Okay? It's that simple. Now, parking lot is is different than, than merging because a parking lot is just mayhem. How many cars do you let in in front of you? Do you let any in front of you? Is it like the zipper? I mean, you've been waiting in line for 20 minutes and somebody walks out to their car, starts it up, and then they pull right in front of you. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, it was was horrible getting out of there. But, hey, we got out. 
So there you go. Uh, but, Barbara, thank you so much for your letter. I do appreciate that. Uh, let's Don't see. move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. You're about the only person I trust to give an honest, and I mean honest, opinion about something. Hearing what progressives say about the left needing to go more that way, and with all the stuff with the trans community, when are enough people going to say enough is enough and we need to move on now? Because I don't know about you, but the more they try to stuff their woke ideology and be nice all the time bullshit, the more I want to run away from it. How long until we just stop running? That's a fucking interesting way to put it, my friend. No, a parking lot is like the zipper. Everywhere we have to go all whole at one time. Better be a fucking zipper. I can't, I just can't with the cheaters who just ignore the zipper. Fucktards need their licenses taken away. But, 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 Jen, 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 Jen. Let's say that you're in the park, you're in the line. And you've been in that line for 30 minutes. And some car comes up out of nowhere and they want to get in front of you. Do you let them in like the zipper? So what I'm hearing then is uh, Dallas did Arnie dirtier than Alicia did with the Arnie in Sacramento making him walk a mile of the flatlands of Sacktown. Oh, no, no, you're still... I didn't have to walk that far. Oh, well, well, that was a surprise. Nobody said it was right around the corner like some people were saying a restaurant was. I heard you say, let's go here, and I was like, fuck, that, that's a mile away. I'm out, <laughs> but I can't walk that far. Nope, nope, nope. I have insurance and anger issues. I'll fucking ease it on you until you hit me. Okay. Um, back to the letter. Okay, so last week we reported that AOC and other progressives had said Democrats need to move more to the left. I don't know how much more left this country can move, honestly, without tipping too far over. I mean, if you think about it, everybody gets a trophy. There are no valedictorians. We've taken peanuts out of school. See, they, they want to bubble wrap. They want to bubble wrap life. Life can't be bubble wrapped. You didn't know you could until I forcibly encouraged you to walk it. Yeah, in sandals after being on stage for two hours. At least I had tennis shoes on when I walked downtown Dallas. Um, as far left as we have gone as a society, and I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about you and your politics. I'm talking about society in general. I don't know. I don't know what the tipping point's going to be. Hell, we're allowing some places to burn books, and this is why I got in this conversation with Tommy over the, the yesterday because I I had that that thought this weekend that all you have to do is pay attention and you can catch them, and I caught them. I caught them all this weekend. This is why I say I'm not Republican or I'm Democrat. I'm for whoever wants to do best for America. Okay? Whether that's a Democrat or Republican, I'll leave that up to you. In your definition of what's best for America. 
Republicans, far, far right Republicans, want to ban books. And that, that, that's not a joke. They're going after any book that mentions gay. Now, look, we can have the discussion about gay in school. I don't think that kindergarten through third grade should learn. Any, uh, let me ask the ass family. And I'll change my statement if I'm wrong here. Should children age kindergarten through third grade learn anything about sex at school? Yes or no? That's it. Kindergarten through third grade, should you learn anything about sex in school? I'm going to read your uh, stuff. AOC is so dumb. Like, she thinks that the reason that the Dems are losing because they haven't gone far left enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, America works best when the policies are in the center. Hangtown Jen says, I just choked on my juice. Yeah, in sandals. Dear Lord, Arnie just had his Jesus moment. A mile in sandals in downtown sack. Fucking A. Yep. See what you missed out on, Jen? <laughs> Still waiting on Arnie to run a 5K with me. Yeah, you can keep that thought. You better you better not hold your breath. So I asked the question, should kids kindergarten through third grade learn about sex? Hangtown Jen says, nope. Douglas says, nope. Uh, hell no from Arise. Brett says, no. EGB3 says, no, no, no. Uh, Ken Dog says, Jesus Christ, no. Douglas, LOL. Uh, he says, and no, they don't need to learn about that. Absolutely not. Maybe it's just the new books that teach learning what gender you are, and fuck no. Yes, earlier even, the minute after conception, put a loudspeaker near mom's belly and pipe that shit in. <laughs> I don't think sex should be taught in schools grades 1 through 12. Anyone doing it to kids in third grade or under, go to jail, do not pass, go, do not collect $200. Christopher says, no, don't tell the kids. That stuff, these Sesame Street for the little ones. Go ask your parents. They need to learn about sex from their creepy uncle or that nice fellow who lives by himself in the rundown house. Kids learn about stuff through their friends and family. Is that This isn't the school's job. That's what this bill is. By the way, don't let anybody lie to you. It's not an anti-gay bill. It's a bill that is still there to protect kids and allow kids to be kids. Now, I have to give credit where credit is due, and that was Hot Stephanie about a week ago when she asked a simple question, and it threw me for a loop. And I asked it to Tommy yesterday, and Tommy answered it, and I bought Tommy's answer. Not because he was here, not because he's my boy, because I believe in that answer as well. But she had the question, and this was a, a great question. When a kid asked, why does Jimmy have two dads? The teacher's put on the spot. I asked Tommy that, and he says, ask your parents. 
I remember a time when teachers would say, ask your parents. I thought that was such a great answer. And, and usually it's the simplest answers, and it's the simplest questions. Like Stephanie's question was very, very simple. But it threw a, run, a wrench in everything I was talking about that day because I really started thinking. And then Tommy un, unwrenched it by saying, ask your parents. That's what this law is. But okay. They're trying to burn books that mention sex. Not just gay sex, but sex. And racism in there, too. So we're trying to get rid of books, and the left is having a problem with the books. Now, this is why I go to, I go. I want to root for whoever is doing best for America. Because they're both trying to censor you. It, it, it's amazing to look at, but, but think about it. The left wants you to take your free freedom of speech away. Oh, you can't call this person that. It's mean. It's hurtful. It's hateful. Supreme Court came out and said, wait, 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 wait. Hate speech is protected by the Constitution. So you can call them that. But they want to take words away from you. Isn't that the exact thing of what the Republicans are trying to do with books? When they want to get rid of, I don't know, when, when they want to get rid of Harry Potter. Uh, why? Because, well... That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! That's what they'll say. But they're the ones, they're the Nazis who are trying to get rid of things by burning books. Not by shutting you down, by talking. It's interesting. I don't know how I caught it. It was one of those days where I was thinking very, very clearly. And I thought, wait a second. And they're doing the same thing. Kids learn about this stuff. through it, Look, and, and when it comes down to sex, yes, kids learn through their friends and stuff in, in elementary school, and then they go and they ask their parents. Parents are still the most trusted people. It, they, they do this survey every year. Every single year they ask teenagers, rat bastard teenagers, they will ask teenagers each and every year, who do you, whose advice or, or commentary do you listen to and trust the most? Year after year after year after year after year after year after year, it's the same people. It's their parents. Oh, my kids don't listen. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Kids do dumb shit all the time because that's the brain developing. But when it comes to opinions and stuff, they want to know what you think. Your opinions matter to your kids. And that's because you matter to your kids. So take the time to listen to them. I know the Ass Family does because the Ass Family kids are great. Even the kid with the fuck, even a hot mama's fucked up hair kid. Caden, good kid. Can't play basketball, but he's still a good kid. Alicia's kids are good. Everybody's kids are good. I know Jen's kids are great. Uh, learning safe sex when they hit it, uh, when they hit or before they hit puberty is different. Now, look, we can sit down and have a discussion about human sexuality classes and health classes and things like that. I would be more than willing to sit down and listen if I had kids in school, if they wanted to say, hey, fifth or sixth grade, we're going to have, you know, this kind of talk. Okay, 
fifth or sixth grade, that's fine. Kindergarten through third grade, that's too early, man. That's way too early. Tommy had one ready to go because he's a parent. They need to talk to parents about this shit, not everyone else. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Like, every kid in that school has a parent. The parents shouldn't be afraid of the students, and the teachers shouldn't be afraid of the students and the parents. Hey, parents, let, let, let me let you in on a little secret. When you get a call from school about your little your little Jimmy, your little Jimmy's in class and he's fucking up and he ain't turning in his assignments, and then you show up to the school and you blame the teacher, well, let me just tell you right now, if I was a union rep, I'd slap the taste out your fucking mouth if you blame my fucking teacher for your kid's ineptus. I sent home letters. Did you not get them? I didn't get home any letters. Oh, oh, really? See, kids think they're slick and they're smart. We, we were all kids. We all tried to get away with shit. Kids are no different today. They're still trying to get away with stuff. It's amazing to watch young people and the things they go through, and I just look at it and go, yeah, I did that too. Oh, boy, did I fuck that shit up. And I don't say anything to them. You know why? Because they got to learn on their own. I got a listener mail coming up next about somebody who made me learn something on my own. And I'm going to be celebrating that fact tomorrow. But that's in the next letter. I think that's the best thing for kids is that you teach them. They got to learn this shit on your own. You can come to them and you can give them advice and you can tell them this, that, and the other. But until they learn, they ain't going to know it. I remember I got my dad got called to school in eighth grade. Eighth grade, Miss Miss Wilson's English class. Now, believe it or not, I was a terrible English student. I hated writing papers. I don't know where punctuation goes. You're lucky I can capitalize. But the eighth grade version of me had a very, very messy desk as well and kind of the class clown. Kinda. Yes, I was. And I was struggling because I couldn't write a paper to save my life. My dad got called to school. Now, if you think that your parents hate going to school, no, you, you, you never met my parents. My parents would never. They hated going. They, they didn't like, they didn't go, they, they went to games. That was fine. They didn't want to go to any kind of fucking recital. I had to drag my parents to the fucking talent show my senior year when I lip-sank Jerry Lee Lewis's Great Balls of Fire on stage. Yes, that really happened. I fuck, and, I, and I nailed it. The, the night before when it was parents' night when I did it, they gave me this, the, the stool for the piano. And if you know who Jerry Lee Lewis is, you know he kicks the shit out of that stool. Well, I learned how to kick with the back of my knees. You just fucking force that thing out. I launched. I launched the piano fucking like sit the, the little little sit down thing or the piano player. I launched it off the stage. I was so worked up for that and broke it. So the next day they just gave me a chair to use for the for the school talent show. But yes. Um 
my dad came to school, saw my desk, saw the work that I was completing, and he didn't yell at the teacher. He didn't blame Miss Wilson. It wasn't Miss Wilson's fault. She was doing her job. Guess who wasn't? That's right, Arnie wasn't. And my dad said, if you do not get a B in this class, you can forget about going to Whitewater this summer. Now, Whitewater, the next year, and I worked there the next year, um, Whitewater was wet and wild. It was the water park that I worked at. And I had saved all my birthday money and all my Christmas money, as we did as kids, so I could buy the Admiral's Pass. The Admiral's Pass meant I could go every single day. They had different levels of passes. And I looked at my dad when we were walking out. I was like, Dad, you can't say that. This is the one time I challenged, really, really challenged my dad. I'm like, Dad, that's my money. I can buy it. He goes, well, who the fuck's going to take you? Or who's going to pick you up? I was like, oh, damn. He said, no, you cannot have an Admiral's Pass. I don't care if it's your money. You can spend it on something else. He laid down the law. Guess you got to be in that class. And I mean, he made it fucking hard for me. It wasn't just past the class. It was I had to get a fucking B. So this is where parents come in. If you're one of these people that eavesdropping on an ass family member right now, get your own fucking membership, $2.99 a month. Because the Ash family knows. Ash family can raise some kids. It's you motherfuckers out there today that I'm worried about. Fuck. <sighs> I wish I took English class. Yeah, right? I mean, I wish I did too, but I hated it. God, I hated English. I hated writing papers. But at least I learned how to write a paper there. So, And yes, I did get my Admiral's Pass. Uh... But yes, let's see. Let's see, I might read that one. That was mailed to me. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Go like this. All right. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I know this is a big week for you, and I'm not talking about wrestling, golf, or baseball, and I want to say congratulations. Uh, I know that your father would be very proud of you. That's from James. Tomorrow uh, is my 25th birthday, if you will, uh, from having alcohol. It's 25 years ago tonight that I got a DUI. I learned my lesson. I I haven't had a drink since then, let alone get behind the wheel of a car with a drink. Um, I will go to a meeting at some point tomorrow. I will pick up my 25th chip. Be very proud of that. Probably have a drink after. No, I'm I'm kidding. Thank you, James, for uh, for for writing that. I do appreciate it. I was trying to. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to hook up with him because we've been kind of like in passing. Uh, my dad's best friend, who's still alive, um, we were supposed to get together. 
we haven't gotten together since I, I moved to town. They've been busy. We've been busy. So it's been one of those things we haven't been able to make happen. Uh, I was trying to get him, but he's out of town tomorrow. Uh, I was trying to get him to go to a meeting with me because he and my dad met one day apart. He always held it over my dad's head that he had, he had more sobriety than him by one day. So uh, I wanted to have a meet. I, I wanted to go to a meeting with him, but he can't go, so I'm going to go. Uh, are we drinking to celebrate? You know it. You know it. We got all that tequila in the house. But, uh, yeah, and uh, thank you to Braddy Kid for my 25th uh, birthday present already. She got me a new Resist All uh, Straw Cowboy hat, so thank you very much for that. But, yeah, 25 years. I, I've been sober half my life. <laughs> Jesus. I remember the other half. It was a lot more fun. I'm kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Thanks uh, for remembering that, James. I do appreciate it. Uh, all right. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dearest Arnie. Ooh, I don't like that. That, 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 that. That's not starting out good. Dearest Arnie, I just wanted to say thanks, all caps, to both you and your little friend Tommy. When you guys were talking about books being taken out of schools and said Harry Potter. (laughs) When you said Harry Potter and then played the preacher guy. And your little dog, too. That is when a delicious, hot mouthful of coffee was enjoyed by my dashboard instead of my colon. That one got me. Way to go and thank us and your little dog, too. Oh, yes, you're on the air. I would only call to tell you something very important that you need to know right away. You better. Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters. Hell yeah, that's fucking breaking news. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing. And listen. Say it again. Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters. Look at that. You heard it here first from Braddy Kid, listener of the day. All right, I'm going back to bed. Bye. Sweet. Oh, if you think I'm going to leave the house on Thursday, you are out of your goddamn mind. Or Friday. Ain't going anywhere. Ain't doing nothing. I got Tiger Woods and I got Texas Rangers Friday. Woo! No showers, no shaving, no nothing. Homebound this weekend. No, he can't win it this year. Next year. That's the year I predict next year. Uh, little friend Tommy. <laughs> I would hardly call Tommy a little man. No, he, he's not a little guy. Damn, Nostradamus ain't got shit on you, Arnie. I know, right? I'm a year ahead of schedule. Uh, Megan... She's the lady who wrote the letter. I guess she spit out her coffee when when she heard. And your little dog, too. Because it's still funny. Megan, I'm sorry that you spit that all over your car. Uh, That's my job, though. 
I take that as as that's the, that right there. Either that or I make you laugh to the point where you snort. Those are two of the biggest compliments you can ever give a comedian. You know how they tell you if you you, you go in for a massage and you fall asleep, it's a, it, it's a compliment. You're still still supposed to tip them, but it's a compliment to the masseuse. Well, it's the same thing. If if you shoot a liquid through your nose laughing at a comedian, that's a gigantic compliment. No Bucky's on Thursday? Well, Tiger coverage doesn't start till 2. So between noon and 2, we have to get to Bucky's. That, 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 that's all there is to it. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, if we can't get to, to, to Bucky's in, well. Bucky's in. Yeah. Bucky's Bucky's in. Oh, I, I understand, but, you know, we Masters is on it, too. Oh, man, the sheets will need changing Friday morning. They might need it right now. I, I might, I, once I start playing songs, it's, I start to think about the perfect weekend. See, this will be good because I'll stay at home all weekend. I'll recoup from my weekend of WrestleMania. Um, but, yes, Megan, thank you very much for your letter. Your letter made my day. Thank you very much for that. I do appreciate that. Yeah, there's nothing better than making somebody spit something out of their mouth laughing. Uh, all right, next one. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. So this week is the start of baseball season. And, of course, wait, hold on. I got to have the, the right sound effect music for this. The Masters. Hello, friends. I know that you probably already have your allotment of hot dogs and pimento cheese ready. But seriously, who do you like to not only win the Masters, but do you think that your Rangers have spent enough to turn things around this season? That's from Jason. Well, I tell you what, Joe and I are going to have a lot to talk about on Thursday. I mean, we got to recap the fact that, by the way, congratulations to Kansas for winning the national championship. Call in for Bucky's. Do they do DoorDash? <laughs> I don't think so. It's about the one thing they don't do is deliver. Um, what was I talking about there? Let's see. Uh, hot dogs, pimento cheese. Yes, I do. we do have plenty of hot dogs and pimento cheese. I'm good for the weekend. Might need to look at the tater tot supply. Um, Ranger, oh, oh, I was talking about Joe and I. Yeah, Joe and I will have to talk about the first round of the Masters. Opening day of baseball is Thursday. Rangers don't play till Friday, so I don't really care about Thursday. It's a great day and all. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Rangers home opener is on Monday at 3 o'clock. Still trying to figure out if we're going to that. Uh, but, yeah, Joe and I have a lot to talk about Thursday. Looking forward to that. Uh, as far as winning the Masters, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and not pick Tiger Woods. I'm not going to pick him. I love Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is my favorite golfer to ever live, next to Ben Hogan, of course. Um, let, let me go to the Masters website. Don't I think I have this. I did not get tickets this year. Uh I didn't win in the lottery. I I do I apply each and every year. Why is Mitch Pro in green? That's weird. Why is the Masters website not coming up? 
I, I'm trying to look at the the field because I, I want I want to give you an an, an answer. Oh, it's just Masters.com. Uh, okay, players. Who do I like this year? I, I'm going to give you my final four. Oh, Freddie. Oh, I'd love to see you compete, Freddie. Ain't going to happen. Bryson DeChambeau is hurt. He's not going to compete worth a shit. Tommy Fleetwood was a shot in the pan. So is Tony Finau. Those guys both suck now. Sergio Garcia's past his prime. Way past it. Austin Greaser, an amateur. He ain't going to win. Stuart Hagstead ain't going to win. Another amateur. Padring Harrington's about 600 years old and drunk because he's from Ireland. Let's see. Uh, well, there's a lot of names on here I don't know. Dustin Johnson. Ooh, DJ. Hold on. Let me get a piece of paper out. Write some of these picks down. Dustin Johnson. Uh, DJ Dustin. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Mm. Playing not too bad. Let's see, Brooks Kapka to put Brooksy down. I don't like him because he's too robotic and he's kind of a dick. Bernhard Hanger, he ain't going to win. He's fucking 8,000 years old. Sandy Lyle is the oldest Scotsman to ever play golf. He invented it. Shane Lowry, eh, Shane Lowry's an interesting one. Rory McIlroy, this is the one. Oh. I can't wait till Rory McIlroy tees up on number 10. Uh, Rory McIlroy, let me, let me tell you a little story about Rory McIlroy. So he was going to be the next Tiger Woods. White kid from Northern Ireland. Hit the ball a mile. Didn't give a fuck, as the Irish would say. Won the U.S. Open convincingly because he was hitting driver while everybody else was hitting five wood or five iron. He gets to the Masters. That's the one he needs to win the Grand Slam of golf. The Grand Slam only won by a few men. Arnold Palmer didn't even win the Grand Slam. Grand Slam is the U.S. Open, British Open, Masters, PGA Championship. Arnold never won a PGA Championship. Had a nine-stroke lead once and blew the lead. Roy McIlroy had an eight-shot lead going into Sunday at the Masters, and what they always tell you at the Masters is that the Masters does not begin until the back nine on Sunday. Roy McIlroy going into the back nine on Sunday had an eight-shot lead and finished sixth due to an errant tee shot on number 10 that I tried to find on the video game. He hit it so far left. He hit it further left than AOC is willing to go. Motherfucker hit some cabins. You want to talk about a fucking snap hook from hell. And he just shit the bed after that. And Rory McIlroy will never win the Masters due to having to play that hole each and every year. Uh, Let's see. Francisco Molinari. Interesting. Interesting pick because it was a... It was it was a, it was a, a was a, China, a Japanese fellow that won it last year. Oh shit! They're about to, they're gonna have the meal this week and everything. I bet he has sushi. Oh, I said it. I don't care. It's a shitty joke. I'll say it. Adam Scott, former winner, won't win. Charles Schwartzer, former winner, won't win. 
VJ Singh, too old. Jordan Spieth. Jordan's playing pretty good lately. And he's a Longhorn. Let's see. Bubba Watt. Oh, Bubba Watson, former winner here. He's he's up and down. Daniel Willette. You're never going to win again. You won here once. You ain't ever going to win again. Lee Westwood, who always plays really, really good at the Masters until Sunday. I can't pick him. Holy shit, there's another black guy playing. Harold Varner III from America. Uh, who won it last year? I dog it. Favorites. Uh, all right, so I, I only have three. Breaking news, Courtney K. and Travis Barker are married. Ugh. Uh, it's going to be one of these three guys, and I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to give it to Dustin Johnson. I'm, I think he's going to outplay my beloved Longhorn Jordan Spieth, and I am giving the Masters to Dustin Johnson this year, mainly because he has a smoking hot wife, his wife, uh, Paulina Gretzky. So I, I'm picking Paulina Gretzky to win the Masters this year. You, you heard it here first. Next year, it'll be Tiger Woods. So they got they got married. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. It's on TMZ. Let's see. I'm going to rat – Ratburger sent me a, a, a text. I'm going to read it as a mail here in a second. It, it's very interesting to read the, this text. Uh, what, what was I looking up? Oh, I was looking up to see if they – is it on T, is it TMZ official? Yeah, at a Vegas chapel. Oh, how fucking lovely. All right. Uh, let, 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 let's read this as a letter, shall we? Just just real quick, because I, I find this to be very, very interesting, and a lot of people would like to hear this probably. And here, listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Alicia's got to go. She says, adios, y'all. Got to actually work a bit. All right, have a great day, Alicia. Did you know that most state agencies are allowing 90 to 100% remote work for many state workers? Downtown Sacramento will never recover. The buildings, even the brand new ones, are empty and will stay empty. No downtown sack will die. So, oh, he says, so, downtown sack will die. No one will go there except young, urban, eccentric people. I won't go there. And no many more, and no many more that won't go either. The joke amongst my friends is turn those state buildings into affordable housing and shelters, and then build a wall around it. I didn't realize that California was allowing ninety percent of their state workers to work from home. How are you going to get anything ever done? I mean, honestly. I mean, more power to everybody for being able to do that. I mean, I work at home and I get a lot done, but I, I can't imagine what would be. But I work on the show, so I'm I'm all over the internet all day watching TV. Ninety percent of state work. Why would you go back? Careful, downtown's turning into a cesspool, even more. 
Uh, your other question, have the Rangers spent enough to turn things? Yeah, they've spent enough to turn things around. Let's see if they'll actually fucking turn things around, though, now. Hey, Zeus, all right, last one here. Welcome to Mail Call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Andrew says, how long until California reaches maximum retard? They did a long time ago. Arnie! I just want to say how insanely jealous I am of what you got to do over the weekend. You have inspired me to stop fucking around, and if I want to do things like this, I have to work for it. Just to hear how much fun and how cool it was sounded uh, made me uh, happy but bummed that I haven't gotten my shit together enough to do something like this. Thanks, Arnie. Not only for making me laugh, but just being you. That's from Patrick. Well, I appreciate that, Patrick. Um. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm glad I inspired somebody. I mean, that wasn't my goal. My goal was just to live my life and have fun. You know what's going to make you successful in life? Everybody knows what's going to make them successful in life. People staying at home, not going out and working, not reaching for anything, not trying to accomplish anything, you're never going to get to do cool shit. Sorry. You want to do cool shit, you got to work your ass off for it. And then you can enjoy it. I mean, honestly, like, like I know I talk a lot of resonance, like, especially, especially this week, and, and I'm, I'm going to work on it, I promise. I'm trying to cut it back on the wrestling talk a little bit. Do you know how ridiculed I used to get for wrestling talk on the radio? I mean, I mean we're talking back even in Reno days. People would come up to me at Vince, I can't believe you watch that shit. I was like, sorry. I, I, I didn't know what to say back then. I was like, I'm sorry I disappointed you. I still watch wrestling, though. I was reporting it on the air. I was getting ridiculed and mocked for it, and then all of a sudden, wrestling became cool. I was like, well, isn't that interesting? And who's been doing it this whole time? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So that that's why this weekend meant so much. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, my nephew works for the state. He goes in once or twice a week. You know, and here's the thing. These big municipalities like this, like the state of California, one of the biggest, they wonder why people don't want to pay their taxes. Why should I fucking pay California state taxes? I don't have to anymore, thank God, nor did I ever really. Uh, why would I pay your – why am I going to pay your taxes? Because you ain't working. You're at home. I'm not saying you can't get shit done at home, but I'm saying – you're a state worker. You're getting a lot of state work done at home. Okay. Is this why there's so many people on the roads now when they shouldn't be at like 11 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Mm-mm-mm. I don't get it. I just don't get it anymore. All right, last hour of the show coming up next, 775-357-FANS. Oh, man. Oh, we got a good story about Will Smith. Coming up next here at ArnieRadio.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. That was Lane Staley of Alice in Chains. I played Soundgarden before that, kind of had a, a grunge feel to today before I realized what today was. Today, April 5th, was the day that Lane Staley was found dead. Apparently of a heroin overdose. April the 5th. Now, there's another famous person from Seattle who also died on April 5th. Guy by the name of Kurt Cobain. Both men died on April 5th. Different years, but both men died on the same day. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? Um, let's see. Uh, love the song. Love Soundgarden. I wouldn't mind an all-day Cornell Music Day. You know what, Chris? Christopher, you just inspired something. I, and, and, and everybody is going to be a part of this. Believe it or not, I came up with this idea during that song. Each and every week, this is what I'd like from everybody. It'll make it'll make my job a whole lot easier. And we're going to start this week with me because I'm starting it out. We'll start it tomorrow. Tomorrow's uh, what what hump day, so I can I I get two days next week too. But I want to get this ball rolling here. We're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna call this uh, Singers Week. Or not Singers Week. I'll call mine Singers Week. But what we'll do is I'll do it like once or twice a week with you guys. I want you guys to send me emails at arnieradio.com or arnieradio1 at, at gmail.com. I just want one artist. We're gonna do we're gonna do a, a couple weeks of this or, or a while. We'll like do it like I said two or three times a week, and you guys get to pick the music that week. I get to pick who I pick for you. So, like, I have my list of, of artists set up. What you do is every week you send me an artist. Let's say it's, here's an easy one for you. You send me the artist uh, is Neil Diamond. And then you send me the, uh, let's see, send me four Neil Diamond songs you want to hear. Okay, four Neil Diamond songs or, or whatever artist you pick, and then I'll pick uh like two more. Now we're still going to end the show with George Strait every day. Sorry, that's a tradition. That's that's like the Masters. It's like no other. We're still going to end with George. But you send me every week. Send me an email. Send it to me. Get it to me by you know Monday. That way I can pick and choose who gets picked that week. And two or three days out of the week, we'll we'll take your picks, and we'll do the music. So tomorrow, I'm just going to warn you right now. These are my five singers that I've got for my week. While you guys start to get this in, ignore my ten e- emails. I didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> um, we're going to have a day of Elvis. We're going to have a day of George Strait, and have a day of Freddie Mercury. A day of Jerry Lee Lewis and a day of Chris Cornell. That's how we'll get this all started. 
So it'll be now through Tuesday, and then Wednesday next week, one of you guys will get to program the show. We'll do Wednesday and Friday next week. How about that? Uh, wow, look at that. Yes, I will ignore these emails. Let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, none of those are getting played. Nope. Uh-uh. Oh, crap. Oh, God damn it. Why did I erase those? And everything marked for the fucking show. Jesus criminy. Ah, now I have to turn the paper around. Need a Scorpions week. Send them in. Send them in to ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Well, now I have to I have to find these damn stories again that I just deleted. Found that one. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nope, none of those. Mm, yeah, got that one. Uh-uh. Oh, man. Oh, that one, too, right there. Okay. Okay, they're back in the... Okay, they're right where they belong now. Thank God. Thank the Lord above. Uh, all right, we'll start with this. Uh, do you guys like that idea? No, you can't send nudes there. Uh, let's see. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm on this like uh, Christopher Castillo on a plate of chimichangas. Uh, I'll send in my Cornell songs. Uh-huh. William Duvall was the singer that year, Sassy Pam. Oh, Sassy Pammy was asking about Alice in Chains. Is Cantrell the primary singer now? I don't know. I brought I brought Alice. I saw Allison Chains the real the real version. I, I saw them with uh, they opened for Kiss in Sacramento and it was awesome. They were. Um, I got to bring Allison Chains on stage out at Thunder Valley, but it was with a new singer and I just couldn't do it. I I, I could. It's like seeing Journey for me. I, I've heard he's really really good. I, I heard he, he does a great job, so I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but that's not my Allison Chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lane was an Allison Chains for me. I, I, But from what I hear, I hear they put on a great show, and I, I hear he's great, so there you go. Andrew says, love the idea. I'm already working on my email. All right, good, good. All right, well, we'll start that tomorrow. I got to keep this piece of paper and remember that we're oh, we're going to start with the king tomorrow. Fucking A. Man. Probably do George on Friday. Yeah, you know what? This week, man, y'all, y'all are going to get some fucking great shit this week. We're going to do Elvis, Jerry Lee, and George. Monday and Tuesday, we'll do Freddie and Chris Cornell. Ooh, I like that. That's good. Oh, this is sad to report. Netflix and Apple have removed bids for planned Will Smith biopic. First of all, first of all, why is there going to be a biopic about Will Smith? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't play the waiting music. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, let, let. A biopic on Will Smith. The biopic, based on Smith's best-selling autobiography, was the subject of a heated bidding. But now, 
Now, not so much. Nobody wants it. First of all, who the fuck is Will Smith to get his own biopic? I mean, honestly, give Tom Hanks a biopic first. He's got more Oscars. Will Smith getting a biopic? Really? I would rather see an, a, 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 bio, a biopic about fucking David Allen Coe. How about we give biopics to people that are what we call <gasps> legends? Yeah, a Will Smith biopic. He wrote some book about his life. I, I don't know if he wrote an autobiography. I don't know what it is. I know he wrote a book. Netflix and Apple have quietly removed their bids for the Will Smith biopic. Working with Will has become a risky business. They want to work with more family-friendly stars like Mike Epps and Michael B. Jordan. The <laughs> Do you know how bad that sounds? The optics of that are fucking terrible. They're planning on developing ideas with more family-friendly. <laughs> do you know how this would be written in, in the 50s? And, and pardon my language here, but I'm going to do it. They're working with Will has become a risky business. They now plan on developing ideas with more family-friendly Negro stars like Mike Epps and Michael B. Jordan. I mean, that, they just left that word out, but that word is fucking implied. Family-friendly stars. Just replace the stars with that N-word that I said. I would give Chuck Woolery a biopic. Or Pat Sajak. Hell, Alex Trebek gets a biopic before Will Smith. It took forever to get one about goddamn Freddie Mercury. And do do you know why I'm so tough on these? This is why I'm tough on these. Because these are the ones I enjoy seeing. Let me me just tell you. That damn, that Rocket Man movie with the the young fella from uh, the Kingsman. The the biopic on, on, on Sir Elton John, or is it Dame Elton John? I'm not sure which one he goes by. That fucking thing sucked, and I was excited about that because they made it a musical. Walk the Line wasn't a musical. It was a pretty badass biopic. Ray, pretty badass biopic. Hell, even Great Balls of Fire was a badass biopic. And they got some new Elvis movie coming out this year that hopefully focuses on what kind of scumbag Colonel Tom Parker was. And they got a real scumbag playing him in Tom Hanks. But a Will Smith biopic? A Will Smith biopic? Really? (laughs) Walk Hard was an awesome biopic. Yes, it was. About Dewey Cox. That That was a perfect spoof of biopic movies, too, by the way. I love Dewey Cox. 
Yes, Scott, absolutely. If we're going to start rapper biopics, let's go with LL Cool J or Run DMC. Let's go with DMC. I mean, Crush Groove was kind of that what that, that it kind of was, but no, I want to I want to get in depth. You want to buy up? I'm going to tell you the biopic to make right now. You want to uh, you want a biopic on a rapper? Let me just say that uh, I th- th- there's only one. There's only one, and you want to you want to talk about how badass this would be? Let me just say it. Give me a biopic about DMX. Not Will Smith. The parents just don't understand the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to now a comic-slapping fucking narcissist. Yeah, that's a long title, but... (laughs) They were going to do a Tupac biopic, but it was shot down. But they did the Tupac thing. They've done a biggie one that was like made for video rental and it was fucking awful. Cause because Biggie shouldn't have gotten one. I'm just so I'm I'm sorry. Biopics are for icons. You know, here's a biopic I'd like to see. Not that shitty rat pack movie that HBO I would like to see a Frank Sinatra fucking biopic. I mean a real one to show his ties with the with organized crime and all that shit. Oh, Will Smith biopic. Fuck, if I was running Netflix and HBO Plus today and I read this story and I had no idea about this, I would call in my vice president. I'd be like, who greenlit this? Yeah, you're fired. Prince, there's another one. Hello? The, the Prince biopic should be out years before Will Smith. Hell, even Michael Jackson. Hee-hee. Come on, man. God. (laughs) Oh, Will Smith biopic. Fuck. Oh, now I have to get into more stupid. Okay, even more stupidity. Let's jump in it. We're in the stupid pool, kids. <laughs> Kanye, Yeezy, Yee, whatever his stupid fucking name is, has now pulled out of Coachella two weeks before headlining the final night. <sighs> Would Will Smith have played himself? I, you know what? It rised. I'm going to go ahead and answer that. Ah, guarantee. Oh, yeah. You know what? It would have been either him or his son. No, thanks. Now, a lot of people, I don't know why people, look, look, you know, I I do like rap music. I listen to rap music. I, I, I listen to hip hop. 
I don't listen to a lot of new hip hop because I don't think I don't think it's very good. It's a, a lot of it's all the mumble shit. I I, I, don't, I don't care for it. Now that doesn't make me racist. I just don't care for it. I don't care for Kanye West. I've heard some of his music. I don't care for it. Now a lot of people do. Lots of people think he's the greatest rapper of all time. And I just say, you should get your ears checked. I don't think that Coachella is going to have any problem getting a, thir- a, a headliner for the final night. He was set to headline along with Harry Styles and Billy Eilash. By the way, this is, oh my God. Fucking hey, give me, I would rather have a, a I don't know. An elective surgery. An elective surgery on my tank than rather go to this show. I can't stand Harry Styles. I, 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 first of all, he's not a good singer. Secondly, he doesn't know if he's a boy or a girl. Then there's Billy Eyelash, who I, I know I'm saying her name wrong and I don't care. I, 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 this is somebody that I've just grown sick of in her, what, six months of fame? And Coachella, the people at Coachella are just going to eat this up. They're going to love this. Can't they get like, you know what? Hey, I bet you Travis Scott's going, hey, I'll do it. Oh, man. Who will they get to replace Kanye? I don't care. Nobody cares. I, 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 I Jesus. This is for, uh, I, I don't understand Coachella. I, I really, I, I honestly don't. I, I get that it's a music festival out in the middle of the desert. People are fucking probably taking peyote and, and sniffing each other's butts and stuff like that. that, that and that's fine. It gave us, by the way, it, the one thing great about Coachella is it greatest? It gave us the greatest Craigslist listing of all time. I I wish. Do, do I have it on? The, is it on this computer? Maybe, might be on this computer. I I lost the story and I do not know where it is, and it pisses me off. Oh, let's see. Not in that one. Okay. No, no, not in that one. Cock of the block. Man, I remember that. Important. Is it important pitch material? No, 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 no. No, I used to have it. If I find it, we're going to read this shit today. Uh, travel? No. Work. Might be in my work. Might be in my work. No. Mmm, dadgummit. Wrap up. Important. Well, someday I'll find it again. And and when I do find it, I will tell you the story. The story that I know of uh, is that th- the story was this. The Craigslist was listing 50-year-old guy who had a camper. And it was like, like an old Datsun truck with a camper on top. And he wanted to take a girl 
in her 20s to Coachella, but you had to adhere to this list of demands he had, including if you clip your toenails, he had to be present for that. You had to allow him to brush your hair. You had to hold hands for him for a little bit. Snacks would be provided. The creepiest one was you would have to write him a message in the steam of the shower. That was the one that creeped me out the most. And that's what I picture Coachella as. A bunch of old creepy dudes that have some money that think that they're going to get themselves a 19-year-old hippie girl to be their sex slave. That's the way I look at Coachella, and I don't want anything to do with it because I ain't that old yet. So there you go. All right. Enough, uh, but but Kanye will no longer be headlining that. Oh no, whatever will we do? Guess who bought a ticket? Fucking Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's like, yeah, I'll be there. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm I'm sad that the Pete Davidson Kanye feud has settled down a little bit. See, that's when I'd, I'd like to amp it up. Hey, hey, if I was in Kanye's camp, I'd be fucking, hey, uh, do you hear what Skeet said? Yeah. Skeet said he skeeted on on, on, on on Kim's back. Skeet, skeet. <laughs> Coachella attendees actually use Arnie pickup lines. Now, I ain't never been to Coachella. Is, that, is it is it like some artist and then you get like the 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 MP3 like type show, or the the electric music or whatever those fucking things are called, the big gigantic raves in the desert, or is it just a big concert? Because I ain't never been. I ain't never going. And don't they do a country one like two weeks later with just all these brand new country artists that that all pretty much suck? Yeah. Okay. I don't need to be going to Coachella anytime soon. <sighs> now, we talked about Kim, or we talked about Kanye. We got to talk about Kim and Skeet. What a weekend these two had. Kim Kardashian got to meet more of Pete's family. She got to meet his grandma. They were on a recent trip to New York, and while in New York, visit lovely Staten Island. Why is this open? Why is this happening? Why did that just happen? That should not be open. Um, A source close to the couple said that Kim had visited Pete on set for his latest movie. And when he finished up for the day, they went. Uh, they were close to where his grandparents' home was. Decide, decided to pop in for a visit. How, how, how does how does Kim Kardashian just pop in? Now this is a woman who has private security guards with her twenty four seven. Why I don't know. Somebody asked me over the weekend. I don't know who it was. Somebody asked me over the weekend why is Kim Kardashian a celebrity? I don't know. Because you people made her one? I don't know why she's a celebrity. I don't remember what movie she was in. She's been in one, but one or two, and they've been 
stupid roles. She ain't an actress. She ain't a comedian. Not really an activist. If you had to judge her acting, you'd say she's a really bad porn star. She's like fluffer quality. I, I mean, thinking about the tape and, and, and seeing the tape back in the day with Kim, yeah, she'd be about a, a, a fluffer. She's not, she's not a porn actress. No, 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 no. How dare you besmirch those fine women of pornography. Do you know how many addictions you have to have to become a porn actress? I don't see Kim with one. How dare you claim she's a porn actress? And by the way, by the way, another reason why Kim Kardashian is not a porn actress. She kept her kids. She didn't flush them down the toilet like the porn actresses have done. I mean, like, like honestly, because we've all we all had health class, right? We we all had health class, or some sort of human sexuality class. And we're all adults here. We can we can talk about you know sex. You don't think? I, all right, yeah, here you go. Ballpark figure, ballpark. I, I just want to. In the last ten years. How many porn actresses have uh, ended a pregnancy? I don't want to say anything bad. In the last 10 years, because we all know about this, this stuff called pre-cum. In the last 10 years, how many porn actresses have ended their pregnancies? Because they, they stopped making them wear condoms in, in the porn movies. I asked a question. It's, it's a very, very gross, nasty question. But, hey, it's about the only place you can ask those things. How many porn stars do you think have ended their pregnancies in the last 10 years? They didn't know they were pregnant. They got knocked up on set accidentally. Because you know it's happened. You know it's happened. It was no fault of their own. They're filming a scene. Guy lets a little go early. It does its job, swims around. Maybe the gal's off her birth control that day. Who knows? I'm not a scientist. I'm just a fucking broadcaster. Accidents will happen. How many of those actresses have taken care of it? Uh, what is enough pregnancies to populate all of Florida? I'm talking about all porn stars, not just the ethical ones. Uh, I'm saying not as many as were on birth control. Scott says all of them. I was going to say in the last 10 years, I bet you there have been at least 100. I mean, I I do want to say populate Florida, yeah. And yes, Scott, all of them would be the right answer that that did it. Uh, 
I, I, I just wonder about that. Because, and that's why you can't call Kim Kardashian a porn star because, well, she has her kids. And let's just say that she doesn't have any sort of technique. She has no game in there. You know, I, I mean, well, maybe not because he's used to getting hot ass. I mean, he was with Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, now a fat ass. Good Lord. He gives men hope. <laughs> hope that they can latch on to a gold digger. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, here's a moron we haven't talked about in a while. Oh, uh, that that's how she does it, right? Oh, Cardi B. Cardi B, possibly the, the stupidest woman in the entertainment industry, or the stupidest person, I should say, in the in- entertainment. This gal's dumb. This gal's on a level of dumb that... It, uh, and, and, and what makes her sound so much dumber is her accent. When she talks... I, I talk stupid, too. I'm Cardi B. Well, Cardi B deactivated her Twitter account after a heated debate with a fan who were frustrated she skipped the Grammys. Fans wanted to see her at the Grammys. First of all, first of all, I would just block anybody that was upset that they didn't get to see somebody at the Grammys. Who the fuck is that upset about not seeing Cardi B at the Grammys? She was nominated for Best Rap Performance for Up, but lost to Baby Keem's Family Ties featuring Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Then she went for the kill. Cardi B says, and I quote, I hate my dumbass fan base. Especially after trolls dragged her children into the spat. Oh, my. I'm deleting. Uh, oh, oh, this is what she wrote. Oh, okay, I can't wait to hear this. I'm deleting my Twitter, but, uh, but on God, I hate this fucking dumb, f- dumbass fan base. Cardi tweeted before taking down her account. You got the slow dumbasses dragging my kids all because y'all thought I was going to the Grammys and I didn't? The fuck? When the fuck I hinted I was going? Just fucking stupid. I can't. I needs to protect myself. Man. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, it continues? Oh, okay. I bet your sons wouldn't like for you to be on your ass while teasing us fans and not ever dropping music, one troll tweeted. So somebody said, I, I bet your, your sons wouldn't like for you to be on your ass while teasing us fans. Then she wrote back, I hope your moms die. Wow. Um, uh, not since Shakespeare have, ha, have I read such eloquent words. Stephanie, how can you love Cardi B? You have to love her for the same reasons I love her is because she's such a a misfortune of society. 
Oh. Is is this the new thing now? Is, is, is this going to be a celebrity's new thing? Oh, you can't talk about my family. Look what Will Smith did. Look what Cardi B did. They're protecting their family. She she wanted one of her fans' mothers to die. Now, I'm sure a lot of celebrities feel that way. They just don't want to fucking put that down in writing. She loses her fan base. Her WAP could dry up. I, I don't understand this woman. I, I just literally and, and literally I don't understand her when she speaks. You've made this lifelong felon such a, a and you know what's gonna be best? Oh, this is this is what I look forward to happening. I love I love these stories. Who knows, maybe she's got the right people working for her. I doubt it. I can't wait till, you know, when the music's over, part 742, Cardi B. I can't wait to see that documentary. I'm sure it's going to be like, I don't know, another four years away. But the documentary where she loses everything and she's back to working at the strip club where she first started robbing people. That's the documentary I can't wait to see. You know, she's going to be working at one of them over-the-hill strip clubs. Like, like you know how Vanilla Ice, he still tours and everything, but his main job is now refurbishing nice houses? Cardi B is going to be on one of those tours. She's going to be on the Can, Can You Believe It's Music tours. When they celebrate the, the roaring 20-teens or 2020s. She quits Twitter, and it's a national story. Oh, man. I don't know who is this person. This guy's a model, and he's a bigamist. Arthur O. Urso, who lives in Brazil, has married nine women in the last year. Now, let me just say, what kind of dumb, idiotic, stupid, every man is with me and they know the words, what I'm saying here, you want more than one? Dude, these, hey, 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 what, what's your name, Arthur? Let, let me tell you something about wives. This is what you do. You don't get them wet. And you don't feed them after midnight because they turn into fucking gremlins. But hey, hey, you've got your your plot. Oh, don't forget drugging men. I'm sorry. You're right about that. That's what Cardi B was doing also while she was a stripper. He married nine women in a year. Um... One of the wives is surprised wife. Oh, okay. He's surprised wife Agatha is divorcing because she misses monogamy. Reveals he hopes to marry two more women and have children with all his wives. 
Let me let me just say that let let's get it all out on the plate right now. Oh, they circled the one that's divorced him. Oof, boy, there's some rough trade in there, fella. Yikes! Well, I wouldn't be missing her too much. I wouldn't be if a bunch of these gals wanted to divorce me. I'd be okay. Like the fucking tranny that's there too. Tell, look here, I'm going to send y'all a picture. I'm going to send y'all a picture right now. And y'all tell me, when you scroll down on this, you scroll down to where he's standing there in the middle, in the blue, the one, two, third gal in from the left, that has a penis. That's a dude. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm motherfucking wrong. That that ain't got a penis. The shortest hair of them all, the most muscle sculpture on them. Yeah, that thing, they that that guy's packing heat. Maybe, maybe that's his anal wife. <laughs> he just doesn't know yet. Um, hundred percent not wrong. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, that third one in, that's a dude. That is a dude, dude. He looks like Remy Malik. So the guy's married to nine women once 11? No, you don't. Let me tell you why. I've already told you why the first thing, because you've got, now you've got like nine billion personalities to deal with with your nine wives. Not only that, you want to get them all pregnant? What, did you buy a school bus? Is that, is that your mode of transportation? I mean, can you imagine, like, the ride-sharing program that goes on here? Because the kids are all going to be, like, the same age or a year apart. Let's hope, and let's hope they all play on the same teams and go to the same schools. Otherwise, you're going to be driving for hours. Not to mention, oh, I, I mean, like, this is frightening me now thinking about this. You think about all the different food allergies that could be happening now. Right? You get, you got, let, let, let's say that they each have, to, you got 19, 20 kids running around there. You better be worth a gozillion fucking dollars. I mean, you got to help with 20 different homeworks. You get all these stupid questions all the time. Dude, I would be gone. Uh, You obviously just married whoever said yes. Not the lookers of the village, that's for sure. Buckmen from other villages heard about this jerk and started waking waking and walking in heels, right toward waxing and walking in heels towards him. Yeah. Oof. Oh, even on the picture down below. Yeah, still a dude there at the end. Where'd the dude go? There's the dude right there. Oh, dude's not in that picture. They're hiding up, dude. There's dude in the background. Oh, dude's being sassy in the one of the bottom pictures where he's showing his leg and his combat boots. By the way, if you're a gal and you're, like, married to this guy... How, this is another one of those approaches that 
I, I don't have the technique to do it. I just don't have any sort of technique to do this. How to approach your wife and go, hey, you know what? I'm going to add one more of you. I want you to think about that. You're telling your wife that you, honey, I love you and I think you're the greatest, but you're not quite enough for me. I need another one of you. I understand these women have gone along with it, but huh? Wait, 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 what? And then, then he figures, see, this is the ultimate gamble. Maybe he's waiting to see when the women rise up against him. And he's gotten all the way to nine. Because how do you, when you get to wife number five, and all six of you are sitting around, and the dude sits there and goes, honeys, or babies, I, 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 wives, I don't know how to tell you this. I found somebody who totally gets me and totally completes me. I want you to meet number six. You five have almost all the shit I want, but this one's going to put it over the top until I get number seven. You can handle me, but if you want two of us, I don't know. Fuck, I barely want one of you. Oh my God! This is this. Uh, did did this young guy? Did this fella not have any male role models growing up? You you didn't have that sensible grandfather that sat there and said never to get married to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you missed out, buddy. Woof. Your life is not that good. Man, yeah, and you might be saying, well, you can have sex with nine different chicks, man. Nine different chicks. Woo! They all live with him. He's only going to have sex with one at a time. He can only have sex with one at a time. Maybe two. Unless one's pegging him. Give me that. House smells like fish all the time, probably. Ugh. No thanks. Don't want any of that. No, no parts of any of that. I'm telling you, I am committing heinous crimes if I ended up married to nine women. Not to them. I would go out and commit heinous crimes so I could be away from them. Uh, now, whoa. I'm just going to tell you about this. I don't want to watch this video. I don't want Pizza eggs. More than a million views on TikTok. Stick to eggs and popular pizza like a traditional omelet, which involves leftover pizza slices and scrambled egg. I'm not going to watch this. That's disgusting. I don't want to put leftover pizza crust with eggs. Leftover pizza is good on its own. Eggs are good on their own. The end. Speaking of the end, this is the kind of shit that you you, you get told about. And now I found a story. I didn't find it. Braddy Kid sent me the story. A patient is suing her anesthesiologist or anesthesiast after she was left wide awake and suffering. 
during a hernia operation. Holy shit. Stephanie Gustafson says she was given drugs that temporarily paralyzed her, but barely anything to provide pain relief and nothing to make her lose consciousness up until 35 minutes after the operation had started. This woman endured 35 minutes of doctors cutting on her and working on her insides before she passed out. Mama One says that she's left so traumatized by what happened that she's made the decision not to have any more children because she dreads ending up in an operating room again, especially if she needs a C-section. Our rally, good morning to you. How are you? Oh, can you imagine that? She says it's like like being in a hoarder film or torture. She was unable to move or scream to stop the surgeon from cutting her open. Oh, that that that's the fuel of nightmares right there. You're laying there for surgery. At, uh, oh, my God. And you can feel everything, but you can't do nothing? I can do something. I I am gonna I'm gonna flex my strongest muscle. If this first of all ain't gonna happen to me because I ain't ever gonna go have surgery anywhere, but in case it were to happen to me, I'm I'm just gonna let it let it. Go. I'm gonna poop myself. I, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it fly. It's gonna fart. I'm gonna do something, and then that that'll that'll be like like when when Popeye eats his spinach. You know, and all of a sudden, all parts of his body start working. That's what's going to happen to me. She was put under, but not because she was awake. The only thing they gave her was the 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 paralyzing agent that, that makes your body just lay still, lay dormant. That's all she was given. They didn't give her anything for the pain or to put her to sleep. Until she passed out, probably of 35 minutes of that much pain. That's pretty damn good. I've had two C-sections. I was awake, and sure, you can feel the sensation of people digging around in your body, but I could not feel actual pain. It was odd. Well, yeah, because they gave you shit. Did, did they give you shit for the, the pain? Do you have to be awake for birth? Can can you do it while you're knocked out? I don't know. Because I ain't ever going to be given birth, so I, that's something I don't have to worry about. And I want no part of that. You guys that go in that room, that they get look. look. I, I know you won't tell me here on the air. Anytime, though. Anytime. It's a safe space, and I will not rat you out that you told me the secret. Because I'm just going to tell you right now, the smell probably in that room, once that kid plops out. You, 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 we've all been around a kid who had a cast on his arm for like six weeks, and he gets that thing taken off, and it's kind of fucking ripe. Well, we're talking about nine months worth of fucking ripeness up in there. And I'm betting that once it's you know it, it flops out on the, would somebody catch it? Is that, is that what it is? Somebody's like sitting there like in catcher stance, waiting for the baby to come out, and they got like in a blanket or 
Or is it one of those where it just pushes out and it like drops it and it's in a like like a padded fall? Did they catch it? Okay. I, I'm just telling you right now. There there's there's gotta be some sort of horrible smell associated with that. No, I want nothing. And I I've I've heard stories of gals that poop themselves during that. So you got your you, you got your fresh poop. Yeah, that ain't gonna be no good. And then you got the baby shit. No, no thanks. No thanks. My olfactory senses will keep me right in the fucking the waiting room, pacing back and forth. Happened to me getting my wisdom teeth out. Could hear them talking. They didn't believe it till I told them what they were talking about. Oh God. I was disgusted. I didn't smell anything, but dear Lord, they pulled out that child and wanted to put him on my chest for me to see. I was like, no, clean it. Go make it wrapped in a blanket. I bonded. <laughs> Take him for a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't want that goo on me. That's like getting Bubba goo on you. Like when Bubba shakes his head and, and he's got the shoestring drool going out, we have no idea where that shit's going. It's like the dodge the... the Dodge the slop. No, I don't want any part of that room. You know, I really feel bad for. Feel bad for the poor little foreign person that works at the hospital. Because let's admit it, ain't nobody going to do that job except a foreigner. That little foreign person that walks into the, the, the birthing room and has to clean that. Has to sterilize that. Ugh. Ugh. It doesn't smell. Hospitals have negative air pressure to keep smells and airborne particles to a minimum. I've watched all three of my kids pop out with their little cone heads. Okay. <laughs> See, that that's why you got to do it at the hospital. You do that in the back of your fucking Impala, your Impala never smells the same again. <laughs> you, can, you can take them pine cone-scented things and rub it all over the... The back seat where that thing was flopped out. It's either going on me or the walls. Fuck you, Bubba. Yeah, yeah, it rarely gets on me. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for the day. Uh, But remember, get your requests in. Artist of the day. You get to be the DJ. You get to program the music. Look at that, man. I'm putting you all to work. Um. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. We will be back tomorrow, same Artie time, same Artie channel. Until then, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday, and uh, adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.